Hello, uh, welcome to At Least You Didn't. I'm Caroline Verdon. I'm Annabelle Buckland. And we are basically disaster zones. Um, we met many years ago at a radio station. We were both radio presenters. And I think the just chaos that is our lives kind of bonded us together, really. Yeah, and we realised maybe we could make a podcast out of it. So <laughs> here we are, sharing terrible stories. <laughs> So here's how the podcast works. Basically, um, we gave each other a bag full of pieces of paper and on these pieces of paper had sentences of just our just terrible misdemeanours. Um, and we sat down, we clicked record and one by one we pulled these out of a bag, uh, read each other's misdemeanours and were then horrified and couldn't look at each other <laughs> in the much. eye ever since. Um, yeah, so some of these stories are not for little ears. You have been warned. You might want to have a pair of headphones. Yes. On this week's episode, at least you didn't think you were famous. Get naked in front of your dad's mates. Or sling poo at a street (laughs) quartet. At least you didn't kick a baby. I tried to snog the vicar. At least you didn't show the bin men your knickers. It could be worse. At least you didn't confuse yourself for somebody famous. Yeah. Do tell. Um, back in the day when the 5K runs first became a thing. So it's like the they first, beca- people didn't do them. And then suddenly they were everywhere. Like every ca- every charity was, was jumping on that. Um, and when Cancer Research UK first did one, um, the station I was working for... Um, radio station I was working for got the deal to be on stage and to host the event and to oh like the race for like, life things yeah like the race yeah. for life things yeah and so um, as part of this deal it was that because they needed people to sign up because it hadn't been done there before um, it was that I was going to do the race I'm not a runner and I know 5k to most people is quite literally a walk in the park um but to me that's a really long way um and so we basically did like a zero to hero exercise plan and we had sessions at this local gym and anyone could come and join us for these learn to run sessions but we'd do like some workouts on the gym equipment and then we'd do some off you know, off out and about running. And people would come in and would join us from time to time. Some and... off out and about running. I yeah. love that. <laughs> Honestly, I'm such a runner, can't you tell? You know, some of that some of that stuff that those people do. Um and every single week on on the breakfast show that I was doing, we would talk about how it was going and what happened at the gym and we'd talk to the trainer and it was this sort of big thing that we talk about. Um so I'd noticed a few times that when I was at the gym having these classes with the trainer there was a woman who never came to take part but would always look over like always um and it was it was my first job like proper job in radio like the first time I'd done it and I was under the complete illusion aged I don't even know what like 19 something like that um that this meant I had some sort of celebrity status um so this woman kept looking over and i the more she looked over and it must have happened two or three times like two or three different times that i'd visited the gym and she was constantly looking over i was thinking like at some point it's going to happen it's going to be the first time it's ever happened to me and she's going to come over and she's going to say excuse me are you caroline from the radio 
And I did that thing, and I know it's a complete losery thing, but I'd been at home and I'd practiced my autograph just in case. <laughs> just in case anybody like wanted it one day. Um, and I thought this was going to be the moment. And I was going to remember it because it was going to be like the first time anyone had asked me. I thought, how nice. It won't come out of the blue. It's sort of been building up. Like I was sort of really enjoying it, like getting ready to enjoy the moment. Um, and I had a session and um, again, she's looking over and then I've used another bit of equipment. I noticed that she's looking over. Um, and I finished the session and I went to go and get changed afterwards. And I'm in the changing rooms and I've had a shower and I've got just a towel around me and in she walks. Uh, and she says, oh, um, excuse me. And I think, here this is the moment. we go. Like, just, like, <laughs> picture this. Like, you know, keep this as a, as like a memory. This is going to be so amazing. And I was like, oh, hi, yeah, hi. You know, how about Yeah, hi. Help? Yeah, hi. Yes, it is me. Yes, it is me. <laughs> and she says, um do you mind and I'm thinking giving her an autograph is gonna come do you mind wiping the gym equipment down when you're done it's just that I've noticed that you sweat a lot (laughs) (laughs) it's just that I've noticed that you sweat a lot and she was quite far away from you <laughs> all of these times. All the time you've been telling the story, you've always said she yeah. was she was she further was, away and she was looking yeah. over. So she has noticed yeah. your sweat from afar. Yeah, and 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 presumably like presumably noticed it on the gym equipment from afar. Like I've left it. Like I've left some sort of horrific sweat puddle. <sighs> Uh, and that is my reason for not using a gym. <laughs> okay. At least you didn't end up naked in front of your dad's mates. Annabelle. <laughs> Annabelle. Yeah, my mind is, is like, ding, 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 ding. how did this happen? This happened. Oh, it happened. Okay. So bit of background my dad lives in New Zealand and a few years ago um I had the great idea to move to New Zealand and live there forevermore I did not know this so I yeah so I basically I had a one-way ticket and flew over to New Zealand and and then your dad's mate saw you naked and he sent you packing (laughs) straight home again (laughs) and I came home (laughs) they paid for my flight home Get her out. <laughs> so I was in New Zealand in a new country, no friends of my own age. And my dad has got quite a lot of, I don't know how, my dad's got like quite a lot of young friends. I th- Well, I do know how. He married a younger woman. Okay. Um. Yeah, so I went over there and I was, I was living with them and their baby at the time trying to fit into this little ready-made family and I had no friends of my own I didn't have a working permit at that point I think my dad was trying to kind of try and help me fit in a little bit and had arranged for me to go out on this trip with two of his friends they'd got this boat that they owned we're going to go out all day on the boat we're going to go and have some food 
um, it was going to be a chance for me to have something to do in this new exciting city and I was absolutely buzzing. So I was, you know, planning my bikini, what I was going to wear on the boat because they they told me we've got this big um, tube, like this big, great big inflatable donut that you sit in the middle oh. of, you attach it to the boat. I've always wanted to do that. It's really fun. And I just, I love anything like that. I love it. So I was, you know super excited in my mind it's like dodgems but on water <laughs> yes yes exactly that exactly that so i sat in the tube i put my hands on the handles my legs dangling out um over the, the front of the tube and they revved the engine up and off we went and i was loving it they were thrashing me around turning really sharp corners and it was all fine sitting in the tube no problem so they said right annabelle flip over dangle your legs off the back and hold on, you know, go on your tummy and hold on out in front of you onto the handle. Oh, this is brilliant. Bring it on. I mean, whenever I've seen people do it, they've just been sat in it. (laughs) I've never seen people tangle off the back. Already, this says danger. It's this is New Zealand. It's adrenaline sports. (laughs) Okay, I'm an athlete. (laughs) You've got new friends. You'll do anything they tell you to do because, you know, they're not 70. Please be friends with me. I'm so bored all the time. I'll do anything. So I went on my front. I held on to the handles. They revved the engine and off we went. And it was a laugh. I was screaming my head off, loving life. Then they cranked it up a notch. And I started to feel some movement down below. What? Not my bowels. (laughs) (laughs) This was going to go in a hole. (laughs) No, not I, not like that. Okay, okay. I didn't saw myself <laughs> on this occasion. <laughs> so I felt movement down below in the form of my bikini bottom started to feel a little looser oh, than I would have liked. No. And basically, with the force of the water that was going underneath <laughs> me, that it was slowly rolling them down. Oh no! So I then started to try and yell to the guys on the boat, slow down, slow down. (laughs) And they were so far away and it was so loud that I think all they heard was, oh my God, I'm having such a great time, go faster. (laughs) Scream if you want to go faster. (laughs) And then I thought, and then I swear they went even faster. So I just continued to scream at them, stop, stop. My pants are coming down. <laughs> so what I did was I crossed my ankles yep. together so tightly and I thought at least if they come down, I can stop them from flying off. Yeah, they're retrievable. Clever. We carried on going, me screaming, them thinking I was having a brilliant time, me actually having a breakdown. <laughs> and in the end, I just had to let go. It felt like I went flying backwards <laughs> and they then turned the boat round, but they brought the boat they brought that boat round so quickly, <laughs> considering how far away it felt like they were. Because I was still scrabbling around by my ankles. Oh no! Did they it took me? Did they see? It took me a good few seconds to just turn the right way around oh. again. Oh my god! <laughs> so your bum is my bum was completely bad and and had been for what felt like minutes. 
So basically, you know, any seagulls flying over or any, any other families out having trying to have a lovely, lovely day out of the beach. Oh, plenty, probably. I blocked all that out. <laughs> and they swung. Yeah, they brought the boat round and they're like, did you have a great time, Annabelle? And there's me fumbling around underneath the water. Like every now and then my head just drops beneath the surface because I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to untangle and unroll my bikini bottoms that are clenched around my ankles to pull them back up again um, and the water's very clear over there <laughs> i was gonna say there's no pollution really is there not no no, no. and suddenly no, you're going oh <laughs> where are the oil refineries so i was just like don't look at me turn away so when your dad went how was your day i'm not talking about it <laughs> go to my room <laughs> we're going rock climbing next <sighs> fully clothed <laughs> At least you didn't sling poo at a string quartet. Mm. So we were on holiday in Spain and um, Arthur, our little boy at the time, was, I don't know, two or three, something like that. And we were knee deep in potty training. And one of these things that I swear were not around when we were kids, um, but that seems to be popular now, um, it, it looks like a little uh, suitcase. It looks like you're carrying around a little suitcase. But what you're really carrying around with you is a potty with a lid on it. So that if ever your child needs to go, they can <sighs> <Sorry>. go. <laughs> Sorry. You're carrying around a bog. Yeah. That looks like a suitcase. Yeah. It, our one looks like, um, looks like a ladybird. <laughs> it's red, got a little face, got some black dots on the top. That's revolting. Yeah. But, you know, they when they need to go, they need to go. And, it, you know, it, it's better than the alternative. Yeah. Anyway, we're on holiday. Um, and we went we were in Spain somewhere. We went to this place called the Caves of Drac. Um, and it was basically a massive cave. And you got to wander through it and see the stalactites and the stalagmites. And it was all lit up pretty. And it was Sounds fun. Um, but the really cool thing about this place is that... Um, you get to a point where there's an underground river. An underground river. Yeah, so you're in the cave okay. right. and there's this insanely tranquil, ever so slow flowing underground river. Um, and Ooh. on one side of it, there's like a big cave wall that goes all the way up to the ceiling. But the other side of it, um, they've put in loads of benches, like a little auditorium. Oh my God. And this, that sounds heavenly. Honestly, it was just amazing. Um, and so you sit down on these benches and there's maybe, I don't know, 80, 100 people per little tour group. Um, and then they turn the lights off so it's pitch black. And then slowly little candle lights come on everywhere. Oh it's gosh. proper, insanely incredible. Um, and then in from the right comes this boat. And this boat is being rowed by someone. But inside this boat is a string quartet. Oh, my gosh. How romantic. How romantic. And they are playing, I don't know what, something classical. And it's <laughs> beautiful. And did you have did you have Arthur with you at the time? We had Arthur with us. Now, this was a struggle because everyone wants you to be quiet. And he's two or three. And when we sat down initially... He was like, oh, mummy, look, mummy, look. And this woman in front of us turned around and went, shh. Oh, 
So, yeah, so it's, you know, we were under pressure for him to be quiet. Yeah. So I got the snacks out. Rob took control of the potty um, and he put the potty on the seat next to him. Um, and I've got <laughs> Arthur on my lap and I'm just I'm just feeding this kid snacks. Now, I ought to mention that um, we got about five minutes into the tour of the cave when Arthur decided that nature had called. You've been filling him up with snacks. So we had, well, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So Rob was technically sitting there with a little suitcase full of poo next to him. And then I'm sat there with Arthur on my lap, feeding him snacks as this beautiful boat comes in and the string quartet are playing and it's amazing. And Arthur wants to say something. I'm like, shh, 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 just eat, have another snack. Have another another snack. I'm peddling them in. And he decides he wants to go and sit on daddy's lap. And he's doing that thing that kids do when they they want something and they're going to get their own way. So they go rigid. So you can't hold them anymore. So their arms go in the air. Their legs are straight down. And they're like a board. Absolutely stiff as a board. So either I'm going to drop him on the floor and he's going to wriggle off somewhere. Or I'm going to have to say, okay, you can sit on daddy's lap. So I was like, okay, okay, let's. Now, as I passed Arthur over the top of the suitcase (laughs) onto Rob's lap, um, Arthur's leg accidentally kicked (laughs) suitcase. (laughs) And whereabouts in the seat in the um, in the in this static seating were you? Oh, right at the back, mate. Oh, of course you were. Right at the back. Now, because we're in a cave, there's no soft carpets for this to land on when it inevitably falls off of the bench. (laughs) So it lands on the rock and it lands with an absolute thud. Everyone turns round and we are mortified. Um, It pops open. As it lands with this thud. And then because the whole thing is sort of raised and tiered so that everyone can see, it starts sliding down. And all you can hear in this essentially silent cave, apart from this beautiful string quartet, is... (laughs) As this horrible plastic open potty full of poo swings its way and slides its way all the way down this hill and then basically when you get to the bottom I don't know how it dodged people and legs but somehow it dodged people and legs because it didn't stop it just kept going (laughs) and when it got to the bottom now luckily okay it is pitch black and this is our saving grace that I think people may not have noticed (laughs) what it was but when it gets to the bottom there's a thud <laughs> and then there's a splash oh no and then the music goes a little bit awry <laughs> <laughs> um, and I can only imagine what happened there during their live performance as a floating shit goes past their boat <laughs> Was that deposit that my child had made earlier? (laughs) Ended up as, I don't know, a tip. Oh, my God. Hideous. I will never have children. (laughs) Ever, ever. 
I don't know how you coped with that. What did... I'm, I'm guessing you didn't get it back. Um, denied all knowledge um, and just left. Who would do that? Just pretended not to notice it. Just kept on walking. <laughs> come on, Arthur. No, but my... Come on, Arthur. Let's keep going. No, but my ladybird... Come on, Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> At least you didn't kick a baby. I tried to snog the vicar. At least you didn't show the bin many knickers. It could be worse. Our episodes are out every single Tuesday. And on the next episode, at least you didn't practice being a beautician on your own face. Forget the fundamentals of running. Or humiliate yourself in front of a gladiator. (laughs) If you've got a story to rival any of ours, come and find us on all the socials. We are at at least you didn't on everything. Thank you ever so much for listening. I've been Caroline Verdon. I've been Annabelle Buckland. Thank you.